0: On today's wrestling news, is Bray Wyatt's first feud been revealed? A big old return happened on SmackDown. The Usos have a big moment also on SmackDown. And some huge Survivor Series matches have been confirmed. Slight like question mark on one of them.
2: <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan and Salty Dog is also here. To talk all things wrestling, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of each of today's stories, subscribe to the channel, click the timestamps in the description, to go to each story and let's start the thing with Bray Wyatt. It uh, was on SmackDown last night, quite obviously. Uh, but uh, it's it's an interesting one. This one. It feels like maybe his first feud or first. At least it's definitely the first time he's gotten face physical since he returned. But maybe his first match back has been revealed. I don't quite know where this is going. But let me talk to you. Yeah. Uh, LA Knight was backstage being interviewed. Uh, he wasn't happy about being left out of the World Cup, basically. Uh, and then the sort of Wyatt Flash just kept coming up on the TV screen behind him and then he like kind of turned off camera and told like some kind of crew member to like get that trash off the screen and then when he turned back around who was there right in front of him but Bray Wyatt himself uh, and he basically sort of said that like oh I can relate to, relate to all your anger and rage like I know what it takes to get respect but he was like wondering how far L.A. Knight is willing to go and then L.A. Knight just kind of told him to go back to his romper room and start playing with his puppets and shove them anywhere he gets pleasure uh, but he didn't like it so he had butted him Uh, so it does feel like Bray Wyatt's first mini feud I guess back uh, from rejoining is going to be with LA Knight and who the hell had that coming
0: yeah Yeah, was not at the top of my list but now I feel like a fool for it not being (laughs) because hell yeah it's going to be great I think this will be great because it's you, you get the the character of La Knight who just doesn't give a toss about any of this, and like you could see when the TV was flashing around, he was like, "What the? Hell? No, no, that's not happening in my interview. Stop it. Turn it off." Like he no, just this is my time. Yeah, yeah. Was like, I'm bigger than this, and bigger than that. And it's it's not. Oh, I'm scared of spooky Bray. It's like what the hell? Are you? I don't want to be dealing with you. You're annoying. It's that kind of energy, and I like that. It's it's a completely different yeah. twist that we've had on this kind of the Bray. I don't know, back and forth over the years, where people are just terrified by the mystical Wyatt, and this, yeah, night just doesn't seem that asked at all, which is fantastic for me. And um, I don't know if this is where we're gonna go. I don't know where that that first match would be. Maybe Survivor Series. Maybe I don't know what the one after that is, because I think Day One's been cancelled, hasn't Rumble it? After so that, yeah. Rumble.
2: Cancelled Day One. So it's a long ass time. Maybe so Survivor Series or SmackDown.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, either or, really. I, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. But it seems like a. An easy one because if Knight does lose, he's losing to Bray Wyatt. It's not the worst thing in the world. And, yeah, Bray Wyatt yep. gets a nice win I over mean, yep. LA Knight. Yeah. So, yeah, this is absolutely fine with me. It got a big old pop on the Knight. Everyone loved the fact that Bray Wyatt popped up to LA Knight. So, yeah, a bit more of this. Something that I'm not sure how much more I want of, though, nice little segue there, is there was a return last night Phil and I don't want I hate crapping oh, on things straight away okay because I don't know how this is going to play out in a couple of weeks time it could be great the spookiness may finally work but we had Sarah Logan pop back with the Viking Raiders because there was a match between Zelina Vega and B-Fab they were going to have a match it was going to be the Hit Row Legado thing again Ah, big rivalry and before that could even happen Sarah Logan popped up and said something like, Valhalla is here, Valhalla has arrived, whatever it was. Because there's been loads of Valhalla vignettes, obviously, on SmackDown over the last couple of weeks. Everything went red and spooky. And then the Viking Raiders attacked everyone. And then she attacked everyone. And then she did this weird thing. She did this and looked at the camera. And it was just all a bit... The energy I'm giving off to it now is kind of what it was like in the arena. It was a bit like, oh, (laughs) okay, right, cool. So Viking Raiders are looking like they're going to take on the tag team division, which, to be honest, that that tag team division looks stacked right now, so that could be quite exciting. And then Sarah Logan's going to go into that women's division and cause chaos, I'm assuming? I mean, there's a lot of different strands right now in that women's division on SmackDown, which is quite nice. There's a few little flickering feuds going on everywhere, but... I just didn't get all that excited and Michael Cole only realizing like five minutes into the brawl that it was Sarah Logan just made me chuckle it was like oh it's Sarah Logan I was like bro oh, from the second oh, she arrived <laughs> I was like it's definitely so her have been saying this for weeks Michael Cole
2: uh, been saying it for weeks yeah um, but yeah I think like, uh, with this one, like, I thought when Triple H took over, I thought maybe the Viking Raiders would be one of the ones that might be able to move away from the sort of Vikingness <laughs> of them. I know they both really like Vikings. They yeah. both genuinely like yeah, Vikings yeah, yeah. when we had them in WCPW. They, one thing they wanted to do while they were over in the UK was go see some Viking stuff. So, like, they, they were asking where all the best Viking museums were. So, they love this stuff. Yeah. But, uh, like, the vignettes about the Valhalla and the drinking and the fire and whatever it was kind of went on a little bit too long like it, it of...
0: felt very House of Black-esque of what yeah. they're doing as well right now So a lot of crossover and
2: then yeah and then like I assumed Sarah Logan would have been like some kind of manager but now she's getting hey, in so ring, which I'm not against at all no. I think it's fine it's just yeah I don't know it's just I don't know whether this kind of package works for a team in this day and age yeah maybe maybe it will maybe it'll play out and it'll be absolutely amazing in ring they are genuinely incredible yeah. like they are some of the best wrestlers you could possibly imagine, especially for their size. It's absolutely mm-hmm. ludicrous. They're fantastic. I love them very, very mm-hmm. much. But it's just the the packaging around everything that I'm not entirely convinced on yet. But I guess ooh. we'll have to
0: wait and see. When the lighting changes, I get nervous. That's all I'll say. Yes. It's, that's where we're at. I've never worked nope. since the days of Sin Cara and <laughs> Bray Wyatt and any other time they've mm-hmm. tried to
2: do this weird lighting. carry cross they gave up on that pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll yeah. have to wait and see. But... It's nice to have them back on the TV, at least. And there's definitely going to be some amazing matches that comes
0: from it. Exactly. So some positives there to be had, definitely. Indeed. And speaking of the
2: tag team division, look at us doing segues. Uh, The Usos. (laughs) They went up against the New Day last night. Obviously, it was going to be the big match. Whoever wins was going to be the longest reigning tag team champions because currently it's the New Day. And the Usos beat them in a hell of a match. Because Of course, it was a hell of a match. It's always going to be a hell of a match. They never, ever have bad Mm -hmm. matches. Um, They kind of caught Kobe Kingston in mid-air, hit him with the 1D to finish it. Uh, But the Usos win. They are going to go on to become the longest reigning WWE tag team champions on record. Uh, and so they're at 481 days now, and then they'll officially get the record on Monday uh, for 483 days.
0: Hey, still time over the weekend if somebody wants to have an impromptu match, you Same know, time. you never know never know. Uh,
2: but I assume there's going to be some kind of big celebration on Monday on more with the mm. Usos. Um, but it was a great moment for the Usos. There is a little bit more about this that happened later on in the show mm-hmm. which you'll be covering in a second. Uh, so sure. I'll leave that for now. Yes. Um but yeah, great moment for the Usos. I think this is really well
0: deserved. Yeah, like you said the match itself was electric. It was a big old war and it opened up the show and it was just it was what it needed really. It needed this kind of this status Th- these belts haven't felt this important. In a long time, a long, long time. I mean, it's been a—it's just been a great job, I think, all round with the, the way they've held them, the prestige that's come with them over the last couple of months. So this record now just puts them up another level. It just kind of makes that bloodline stable look even more impressive, and it doesn't really do an awful lot of damage to the new day. I know they've lost that record, but it's still another incredible match to add to the back catalogue and they've just proven that they can still go. So it's, yeah, absolutely fine with this. It was great. Something else that was great involving the bloodline was the ending of SmackDown because we had a big old brawl with some brawling brutes. I know, go figure. Uh, Because they got in the ring. Roman was like, hey, you guys, you're really good. We're all really good. And you know what? For the first time, it seemed like he was about to acknowledge his cousins, right? We were that close. He looked like he was going to say, I acknowledge you. And then that bloody brawling brutes music came out. And uh, Rich Holland came onto the the ring and he was like, I don't like you brawling. No, no, we're brawling brutes. I don't like you bloodline people. I'm doing really well. And uh, he said, we're, we're going <laughs> to finally even the numbers and, and fight you on fight night. And then Seamus come down and his mic kept cutting out. So Seamus was... Hey, everyone.
1: Wrestling, RocketMoney.com/slash/wrestling. Like they
0: said, was like that, and then Roman was like, "I was to you, mike bro. What's going on?" And then they started fighting, and the numbers game obviously started paying off for the Bloodline. So then Drew McIntyre came down. And he was just like Claymore kick to the face on everyone, and then he started fighting Solace Ziggler, and then he got booted in the face, and they were fighting. They're still fighting. There's loads more fighting, and then SmackDown ended. So, here's what I took from it, and here's what most people took from it. It's looking like this is going to be a War Games match, all right? It's so, looking like you're going to get the Bloodline taking on Drew and the Brawling Brutes and maybe someone else, maybe Kevin Owens, let's be honest. Uh, that's, that's looking like the kind of uh, the direction that we're going down for this. Also, Sami Zayn wasn't on SmackDown uh, because Cole noted on commentary that he was dealing with personal matters, so hopefully everything's cool there. With Zayn, obviously, he wasn't a Crown Jewel because of, we all know why. Um, and then in terms of the other big thing that happened on SmackDown in terms of like a Survivor Series development, if you will, is uh, we've got the, f- the the new number one contender for Ronda Rousey's SmackDown Women's Championship because Shotzi won yet another six-pack challenge impromptu elimination contender match because that's Triple H's answer to every time he needs a new contender for something which is fine is what it is but <laughs> she she won it and it was a uh, yeah and she got backstage and Emma said something about fancying uh, Mad Cat Moss and then she walked off and then Shotzi was like talking smack about Ronda to Shayna Baszler, and she was like, "Say it to her face, turn around." Ronda was there, like, mm. and she got choked out. She passed out, and then Ronda said, "Clean up on Isle green." I don't know what to add to that film. Hell of a line. Clean up on Isle green. Hell of a line. <laughs> yep. Add that
2: to the Jeff Jarrett's banana nose, and we've got a we've had a really Ooh, great week. Bit of week. Bit of week.
0: <laughs> and it has. My goodness. Um,
2: but yeah, uh, in terms of the Bloodline in a WarGames match, you can't ask for anything bigger. No. Really, it's going to be the first time all of the Bloodline, including Sami Zayn, have been in a match together. No, so uh, so
0: all of the well. all of the Bloodline, Phil, is what you're saying. No, so not just not just bloodline. including all of them. them. That, that they're all, all one now. That's all of the Bloodline. And however, they eventually get Kevin Owens in there, which they kind oh. of
2: well they just have to yeah. I mean, Like absolutely yeah. have to um, however they do that don't really care um, but it's going to be absolutely fire uh, mm-hmm. the bowling brutes just in that kind of an environment is going to be really good fun <sighs> anyway Drew McIntyre likes kicking people's heads in yeah. Kevin Owens likes doing really stupid stuff on pay-per-view mm-hmm. uh, and then you've just got the bloodline I mean what's not to love
0: what's not to love be great. I'm genuinely I'm genuinely really excited and I'm, I'll be very cynical about this stuff normally but <laughs> I'm a little bit a little bit giddy about this can't wait it's going to be good
2: Uh, But let's move over to your Twitter questions to end the video and I've gone for a bit of a AW swing on the Twitter questions since we've had quite a WWE heavy news video. Uh, So first up um, uh, From Sean Goodwin, it says good morning. Would you have Soraya win one of the major titles or just use her in big program matches? How would Ooh.
0: you to going forwards? Um, Oh, that is a tough one because you see in you know, it, straight away from a, a first match, it doesn't even need a title because you got two massive names there who can just yep. probably get co-main so event the status. Match in the women's division. Yeah, they're probably going to get the co-main event, surely. Like, like for me, that's like the, probably the second most anticipated match for me on that card right now. Yep. Is that going to be the same, depending on what other women she comes up against? Will she be able to do that against somebody who isn't a champion in AEW right now? I, I don't know. Depends who it is. Depends what the program is. If the program deserves it and doesn't need the title, then yeah, it's probably... I'd, I'd probably do similar to what they did with CM Punk. I know that had its ups and downs towards the end, but I think just having her kind of build herself back up and have these matches where she elevates other people in her process of getting kind of some reps in, I think that is pretty tried and tested. It seemed to work pretty well with her. She's not a Brian Danielson who's just come straight out of a decent run in WWE to go straight into doing whatever the hell like he wants. Like She's had a bit of time off, so she needs to kind of build herself back up with some trusted yeah. people who are not going to drop her on her neck. So, yeah, no, no title for now for me. Yeah,
2: me neither. Um, I think the biggest thing about AW and their women's division is that they've only ever built stories around titles they've never managed to do anything else outside of the title picture i think this is a really really good excuse to uh, mm-hmm. get out of that habit and start getting more matches on the cards and uh, more positions for women on the mm-hmm. card uh, and i think is perfect for that and we've shown with this brit baker thing it feels like the biggest thing in the women's division right now mm-hmm. like it's kind of overshadowing the title <laughs> a little it bit is. because the focus is to put more on it uh, and it's kind of the like instant dream match that we'd think of when it comes to just putting Soraya into AEW you'd like the it's like she's the one 100% and just think but of the keep her out of the title picture and
0: just think of the Sasha Banks Soraya match that's gonna happen <laughs> after that where Sasha Banks walk <laughs> out, walks out at the end of full gear does a thing and they have the match <laughs> that's gonna happen you hit it here first folks
2: <laughs> but I would keep her out of the title picture for a while uh, until eventually, months and months and months down the line, Jamie Hater has the title and she's had a bit of a run with it. Mm-hmm. And then you'd put Soraya versus Jamie Hater. Whether you do that beforehand and Jamie Hater beats her and then Jamie Hater goes on to win the title, and then later, 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 then you do Soraya versus Jamie Hater and Soraya wins. That's that's what I'd want
0: to do. Do it in the UK, Phil.
2: There you go. Oh. Do it at the UK pay per view next year. Main Soraya event. Soraya wins the belt.
0: There's your main event. At the UK pay per view. That'd be great
2: easy this. Oh. Tony, take notes. Easy how do we follow that? That's. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the women's division in AEW as well, uh, Salad Makers Stan says, um, given the general lack of exposure and storyline development in AEW women's division, wouldn't it behoove GK to have a major women's tournament in the mould of the G1? Would be an excellent foil for stories to unfold over the next year and create title opportunities for uh, title opponents, sorry, for Tony Storm.
0: Um, I, they've done tournaments in the past in that women's division and uh, sometimes they've worked. Some parts of the bracket have worked. It's helped develop storylines and further further things and help elevate people. They have been proven to work, but then equally sometimes they've not and they felt like an afterthought and they've just been nudged onto a show and just not, given barely any time. So it's tough. I think if they're going to really double down on it and give the matches within each kind of like, table whatever it is like and like really double down on the whole stats part of it because i think that's one of the great things about the g1 we see how many points people have got and things like that i think if you really go for that and make it something compelling and new in the world of aw it could be great but if you just kind of go yeah new thing for AEW and just put it on dynamite for 10 minutes like if you do that no one's gonna care so i think go for the former and not the latter
2: Yeah, I think uh, I'm amazed that the G1 format hasn't been moved over to, like, American wrestling yet. It's great. In any way, shape, or form. Especially, like, when AEW popped up and they were doing all the stats and the win-loss records and Mm. things, it seems like the absolute perfect Mm. fit for them within the company. Uh, But they always just do the single elimination, like, bracket style tournaments, which is is, is great in itself. But, like, the G1's a very different thing. And I think if you were doing, like, a statement piece of, okay, we're going to rebuild the women's division and, like... Build it up to be as good as we possibly can be. Like a G1 format, I think, would be an absolutely amazing way of doing that. Getting loads of different matches throughout the card. Get some new people in for it and things. Um, I think that would be a great way of doing it, personally. And it's but a way like of... Like you say, you have to do it right and you have to do it on like Dynamite in yeah. featured spots. <laughs> and
0: it's, it's a way of getting those big swerve losses in there as well, those big upsets. You can do that without completely yeah. derailing someone's tournament. Which is one of the cool things about G1. You can have somebody who's a massive underdog suddenly beat the best person in the company, but then that best person in the company still qualifies for the next round. It's 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 oh, it works. It's brilliant. It's great. Yeah, amazing. It's not been done yet.
2: Absolutely amazing. Uh, but final question uh, comes from someone with a bunch of triangles in their <laughs> name. That's uh, David. Not even trying Eric now, Phil. Twenty-two. At David Eric Twenty-two. I got that. Uh, he says. <laughs> Uh, when AEW comes to the UK next year, what are the chances of Hobo Joe getting a match on Dark or Dark Elevation? Uh, perhaps in a tag team with Simon Miller. I'll take that one. Very, <laughs> very, 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 very slim.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, you lost me there. Very, uh, very quickly. The, the look. Of... <laughs> However,
2: I will say Simon Miller did shoot his shot on ups and downs yeah. for Dynamite. And he's putting it out there. He wants a match. Why the hell wouldn't he? Get him in there. Come on, AEW. All oh, Atlantic Miller. Definitely not with me, but definitely with Simon Miller.
0: Get it done. Why not, man? I mean, that that would blow the... If there was a roof on Craven Cottage, that would blow it off.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Hashtag on AWDark. Probably a better hashtag. I'm going to see...
0: <laughs> You're allergic to quality booking, aren't you? I've <laughs> done that.
2: No, <laughs> I've the video. Uh, I have been Phil James If you want, you can follow us over on Twitter. You can follow me at PhilmyJambers and you can follow Gareth at
0: GMorgan 0 <laughs> Okay, sorry, I'm catching sorry, it now as well. Here we go. ah. <laughs> uh, you know it, you know it already, it's fine. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> and you
2: can follow all of us at WWE. I'm going to end the video before I sneeze again. Uh, ups and downs for Rampage and Smackdown are coming up, so check them out and watch them and watch more videos and subscribe and let us know in the comments section below who you want Simon Miller to fight in AEW when they come to the UK next year and then tweet loads at AEW mm. telling them to book it because they need to book it, let's face it. They do. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day.